About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takare. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name. I believe that God has been good to us um, from Tuesday up till today. Um, we've been coming night after night, and the Holy Ghost has been here. And tonight, once again, a very, very, very anointed man of God, hallelujah, is in our midst. And once again, he has a word and administration from the Lord for you and for me. We want to give the Lord a mighty clap of faith and a shout as we receive and welcome Bishop Emmanuel Interfo. Give the Lord a shout and a clap offering. Hallelujah. Tonight is your night. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are blessed to be here tonight? I want to say a big thank you to Bishop Chrissy Ampovo. For the honor of the invitation, it is it is a blessing to be invited by a great man of God to minister and share fellowship. And like I said on the first day, he's a good man, and I want all of you to continue to follow him. Let's be with him. And we are going places. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. So how many of you are expecting God to do something great in your life? How many of you are expecting a miracle tonight? Tonight is a night of miracles. Amen. Whatever miracle you desire, God will give you a miracle tonight. Hallelujah. God will heal you. How many of you know that God can heal? Amen. Then, I also have your handkerchiefs that are very anointed now. Angel Gabriel told Mary 
You see, Mary said, Mary said, How shall these things be? Seeing that I know not a man. So the angel explained and said, The power of the Holy Ghost from on high shall come upon you. Since last night, the power in the jacket has been on these handkerchiefs. Throughout the whole day. So your handkerchief is very anointed. And at the right time, we shall have them. Now, you may not get the handkerchief that you brought. But we all brought new handkerchiefs. So you just pick one and then you go. If you can also find it, then you find it. If you did not bring a handkerchief, it means that you are not destined to be part of this blessing. So don't take somebody's handkerchief. Amen. Do you understand that? Do not take somebody's handkerchief. Hallelujah. Amen. I really, really want you to help me because I'm struggling up here. Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands. Lift up your hands. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Oh, we welcome you. Hallelujah. 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 Lift up your voice and welcome the Holy Spirit. Spirit of Jesus. Spirit of Jesus. How much we need you tonight. Lift up your hands and welcome him. Welcome the Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's our helper. He's the power of God. Without him, we are useless. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. Speaking the Holy Ghost tonight. Speaking the Holy Ghost. Speaking the Holy Ghost. Speaking the Holy Ghost.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. I expect a miracle today. Lift up your hands. Nothing is impossible to those who believe and say. And I believe God's word is still the same. And I expect a miracle today. I expect a miracle. And I expect a miracle today. I believe God's word is still the same. I expect a miracle. And I expect a miracle today. Lift up your hands and sing it up. And I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible. To those who believe and say, and I believe God's word is still the same, and I expect a miracle today, and we've gone. But we got all promise are come true. Oh Jesus. I expect a miracle today. I expect a miracle. I expect a miracle today. In the name of Jesus, tonight, give me my miracle. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. God bless you. May be seated. Hallelujah. Well, we have been talking about the supernatural power of God. It's going to see so many missionaries. Hallelujah. How many of you love the supernatural power of God? How many of you realize that we need the supernatural power of God? Today, I was watching a great healing evangelist. 
uh, T.L. Osborne when he was much younger ministering in a country called Trinidad and he was showing that he was showing that you see even Satan tries to demonstrate his power I saw two young men two young men no three one of them was drumming and as he was drumming two young men came with uh, a cloth and in the cloth were bottles do you understand it? a lot of bottles and they put the cloth down and they broke the bottles into pieces so that they were this sharp you know when you break a bottle you know the way it is very sharp broken bottles and all that then they started dancing twisting their bodies I mean you could see that as they were dancing demons were taking over their lives they were twisting their bodies they were shaking their bodies they were jumping they were sh- and then suddenly suddenly one of them jumped and landed on the bottle with the bare feet and continued to dance for a long time then he jumped outside then the other one also did the same then they continued then after that suddenly they jumped with their face and their head and their bodies into the broken bottles turned continued to dance no mark no injury that is the power of Satan do you understand it yeah so whether you like it or not either you walk in the power of God or Satan's power will destroy you that is why Jesus said in Luke 10 19 he said I give you power over serpents and over scorpions and over all the power of the enemy so Jesus acknowledged that Satan has power this whole convention is towards only one thing that the people of God would understand that the power of God exists and that the people of God would desire for this power and walk in it to lead a victorious Christian life. If you can live, yeah, it's, I think it's much better now. If you can leave this convention knowing that a witch cannot kill you, a witch in your house cannot kill you. Do you understand it? Knowing that an unbeliever cannot curse you. Knowing that when you go to your office and somebody has collected juju, worked some juju against you, it cannot affect you. If you can believe in that, I believe that this convention 
will have served, served the right purpose. And especially, I want you to listen to yesterday's message. Because yesterday's message, God taught us how to enter his power. How many of you remember that? You understand it? How to enter his power. We must not be ignorant of the power. We must believe in the power. We must desire the power. We must pray for the power. We must ask for it. We must desire for hands to be laid upon us. We must be associated with anointed men of God. That God has given power. We must serve in the house of the Lord. Amen. To walk in his power. That is how you become different. That is how our our witness of Jesus will be accepted. When Sergius Paulus in Acts chapter 13 verse 11 saw the demonstration of the power of God by Paul in causing Elimas, the sorcerer, to be blind. The Bible said that he believed. He believed. Everything that we are doing as Christians, we need the power of God to it. Pastors, we need the supernatural power of God to build a church. The church of God is not a secular organization. Amen? We need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is the power of God. Hallelujah. So, I want everybody here, pastors, shepherds, ordinary members, ordinary Christians, from after this convention, to begin to look for the power. As for the power, the source of the power is there. The source of the power is the Holy Spirit. Do you understand it? But now, you must do all the things that we spoke about yesterday so that you can enter this power. Because, because there can be electricity uh, in your house. But if the main switch is turned off, you don't have power in your house. And you say that, oh, there's no power. If you are a suit, but I'm sure TV, but power in here. All that you need to do is go and put on the switch. So what you need is to put on the switch. And putting on the switch is what, you see, the first day. God opened our eyes to know that there is power. And yesterday, God showed us how we can be impacted by this power. I won't lie to you. I am always perceiving the power of God. I'm always perceiving the power of God. You see, the power of God makes you a person who has solutions. 
And in this world, people are looking for people, not people who can analyze problems, but people who can bring solutions to problems. Hallelujah. Are you here? I've gone home. Holy Ghost, do it again. Do it again in my life. Open to see Jesus. Seated upon the truth. Holy Ghost, do it again. Holy Ghost, do it again. Do it again in my life. Open my Holy Ghost, do it again. Holy Ghost, do it again. Do it again in my life. To see, to see Jesus, Jesus. seated upon the Holy Ghost, do it again. Holy Ghost, do it again. Do it again in my life. Now, is there an Alberta here? 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 Are you Alberta? Don't let me call you 25 times. Okay? I'm asking, is there an Alberta here? Step away. Come, sister. Come. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Open my eyes to see Jesus seated upon the Now, there is a decision that you have taken. Alright? I listen to me. About two weeks ago, you took a decision. Eh? You took a decision. And the Lord is saying that it's a wrong decision. The good thing is that when you took the decision, even though you felt very strong about it, you have been asking the Lord to show you whether it's a good decision. 
And the Lord says, it's the wrong decision. Don't pursue that decision. May God give you a greater wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. Alberta, listen to me. There is nothing like too late with God. God is always on time. So relax and be happy. In his time, he will make all things beautiful. Be blessed. Open my eyes to see Jesus. Hallelujah. Tonight's preaching, there's no formula. There's no formula. There's no formula. There is no formula tonight. God is free. Amen. I'm believing God to preach, to teach a little, and after that I'll be praying for the sick and for miracles. Hallelujah. Oh, we love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now, so, what happens when the power comes? What will happen to you? Amen. Amen. What will happen to you when the power comes? Mark chapter 6. Are you all there? Hallelujah. And he went out from thence and came into his own country and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. Say astonished. Saying, from whence had this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah and Simon? And are not his sisters here of us? And they were offended at him. Now, there was a time in Jesus' life that he was ordinary. He was so ordinary 
that when God began to manifest his power through him, the people saw the difference. And they wondered, where did this man get this from? From whence did this man have such wisdom that such mighty works are done through him? Why were they surprised? Because they said, ah, but this guy, we know him. Number one, he's a carpenter. He's a carpenter. We have known him in this Nazareth repairing our furniture for us. Sometimes he doesn't do it well. The quarrel of him. Sometimes he tells them, I didn't be ready two weeks' time. Abokona also when you're ready. Ordinary. His parents were there. They knew his mother. They knew his brothers. James, Joseph, Judah. They knew his sisters. Do you understand it? So when he came and he started preaching, and the preaching was powerful, and he started saying things that they have never heard before. They were surprised. Hallelujah. The Bible said that they were offended at him. It's like, ah, who do you think you are? Where have you come from? Now, what does it mean? What it means is that something has changed. Something had changed. Amen. When Jesus started ministering healing, they would ask questions like, From whence has this man such power? From whence has this man such wisdom? You see, they were used to him being an ordinary man walking around. Hallelujah. Now, when did things change? When did things change? Jesus went to be baptized in Luke chapter 3. And when he was baptized and was praying, the Bible said that the Holy Spirit came upon him. Then the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. Why? He fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights and returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. Then he went to church. When he went to church, they gave unto him the scroll and he opened into a place where it was written the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the broken hearted to preach 
deliverance to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised. And the Bible says that when he finished and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord and when he finished he closed the book and sat down and sat down and the Bible said the eyes of all the people were on him. You see, because what he had read was a messianic prophecy. Something that had been spoken about by the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61. And this was a messianic prophecy. Speaking about the messiah speaking about the anointed one who was supposed to come to Israel to do great things and deliver them from the hands of their enemies. So when he read the scripture, everybody was watching. It's like, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Then he said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your years. In other words, Jesus was saying, well, you have known me as an ordinary child, as a carpenter, you have known my mother, you know my father, you know my brothers, I'll be here, I've not been preaching, I've not been teaching, I've not been doing anything, but brothers and sisters, I want to announce to you that something has changed from today. The spirit of God has come upon me. So now, I can preach, I can teach, I can heal, I can do miracles. Tonight, I want you to know that when the power of God comes upon your life, something will change in your life. Clap your hands for Jesus, somebody. Hallelujah. Something changes when the power comes upon you. Yeah. When the power comes, you'll be different. That is why you must look for the power. Without the power, you'll be ordinary. Without the power, you'll be nothing. Without the power, you'll be unsuccessful. Without the power, you'll struggle. But when the power when the anointing of the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you become anointed and you begin to walk in power, you'll be effective, you'll be successful. What you do work. Amen. You overcome. You'll be victorious. The reason why many of us are struggling is because we lack power. That is why you must see for the power. Because when the power comes, you'll be different. In Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 10, the Bible says that if the iron be blunt and he do not wet the edge, then must he put forth more strength. Amen? What does it mean? When you take a cutlass, which is not sharpened and you begin to use it to work 
But when you take that same cutlass, you have really sharpened it and you begin to work. It's very easy. A Christian without power is like a, a cutlass with an unsharpened edge. A Christian with power is like a cutlass with a sharpened edge. May you be a cutlass with a sharpened edge. Hallelujah. When the power comes, you will be a different person. Number one, when the power comes, you will be turned into another man. You will be turned into another woman. You will be turned into another pastor. You will be turned into another businessman. You will be turned into another shepherd. You will be turned into another teacher. You will be turned into another worker when the power comes. Yeah. When you begin to operate in the power, you will be turned into another person. Saul was sent by his father to go and look for his lost donkeys. He had been walking around the deserts, the place in the sun. He was a hustler, struggling. Nothing was working. He couldn't find the donkeys. He was down, dejected, no future, walking aimlessly. All plans, all strategies had come to zero. And suddenly, here appears the prophet Samuel. With a vial of oil. And in First Samuel chapter 10, the Bible says, First Samuel chapter 10, that and Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon Saul and said, Is it not because the Lord has appointed you as captain and anointed him with oil? The anointing came upon him. Then he told him something. He told him something. In verse 6. He said, As you go, you meet a company of prophets prophesying. And the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. You are going to be turned into another pastor. You are going to be turned into another man. Another worker. When you begin to walk in the power, you will not be the same. Saul was turned 
from a donkey seeking frustrated man into another man. Which man? A king. The king of Israel. The power of God will let you move into greatness. Yeah. The power of God will exalt you. The power of God will make you great. Will make you prominent. Will cause you to be seen. The Bible says in Luke chapter 4 and verse 14 that Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Ghost and his fame went abroad. And his fame. Which means that suddenly from nothing, from obscurity, he became known. When the power of God comes upon you, you become known. Yeah. And you see pastors and missionaries. You wonder why is that nobody comes to your church? One of the reasons is because you are not known. You are not that they don't know you physically, they know you physically that you are around, but you are not known when it comes to power. That is why they leave you and they move to places. They look at you and they say, We'll come Sunday for teachings, for verses, scriptures, points. But when we are sick, when we need a miracle, when we need a breakthrough, when we need a, de- a deliverance, we know somebody somewhere. Hallelujah. That is why you must rise up and desire. To walk in the power. Because when the power comes, you'll be another man. Samson had power. He had power. A man that they are looking for him and he can carry the whole gate. And escape. Fight with lions, fight with bears, kill them with his bare hand. Then he lost the power through a woman. When he lost the power, he became ordinary again. When the Philistines came, they captured him, tortured him, removed his eyes, beat him up, chained him make public ridicule of him. And they put him in a sports arena and they began to entertain themselves. And suddenly, someone prayed to God and said, Lord, one more time, cause this power to come and let me die Killing my enemies. Killing more people than I've ever killed. One more time. Suddenly, from within his bones and his muscles, he began to feel something again. May you begin to feel something in your life. May power begin to rise up in your ministry. 
at your workplace and your business may power begin to to rise up and to influence what you do can i have an amen he rose up and the place began to shake wow when the power came he became another man you become another market woman you become another business woman another businessman hey if you are a christian football player and you carry the power now while i was shorter eh? I was shorter now born no roka go keep an oil in your day in sense oh born in the sense the power of God will turn you into another man I pray that you experience the power may you move in the power lift up your voice and give Jesus a shout Number two. Number two. When the power comes, you'll be bold as a lion. When the power comes, you'll be bold as a lion. Look, we need boldness to be able to live in this world. We need boldness. And the power of God makes us bold. Oh yeah. The power of God makes us bold. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of boldness. Now let's talk about preaching, teaching, witnessing, preaching the gospel. Many Christians don't witness anymore because we lack boldness. We are ashamed. We are shy. We are timid. We feel that somebody will challenge us. We feel that that we'll be driven away. We, we, We feel that we shall be asked questions. We, we, can't, we can't witness. Person to person evangelism, soul winning, is non existent in the church. Because we lack boldness. Hallelujah. But the Holy Spirit is going to make you bold. Hello? I said the Holy Spirit is going to make you bold. Huh? The Holy Spirit is going to make you bold. When the power is upon you, 
you are very bold. Elijah stood as one man and challenged 400 prophets of Baal. In 1 Kings 18, one man, he said, look, we are tired of serving too many gods here. Let us decide. If God be God, if the Lord Almighty is God, let us serve him. If your gods, if Baal is God, then let us serve him also. So on Mount Camel, he threw a contest. He threw a contest. Amen? Listen. A Mount, a Mount Carmel contest can arise in your life. An unbeliever can challenge you. An unbeliever can challenge you. Wage war against you. So he said, let us make two altars. Make an altar, I'll make an altar. He said, in this contest, we are going to make an altar, but we will not use physical fire. You are going to call on your God to bring fire from heaven. I am going to call on my God to bring fire from heaven. Then he said, the God that answered by fire, that is the God that from today will save. Now listen, I'm talking about one man standing with 400 false prophets of power. So he said, well, since you guys are many, start. So they started. They started crying, Bele! Bele! Shautum! Bele! They cried from morning till afternoon. I said, Bele! I said, Chirong Papa! Now your flower joined the cry. Then Elijah said, Cry hard because maybe he's sleeping. Some people serve a God, some people believe in a God. But we are here to declare that their God is not a God. Their God has an eye, it cannot see. Has a mouth, it cannot speak. Has an ear, it cannot hear. Have a leg, it cannot walk. But we have a God. His name is God. The omnipotent one. Lift up your voice and give the Lord a shout. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the I am that I am. He's the sovereign God. He's the omniscient God. He's the omnipotent God. He's the everlasting God. He's the King of glory. He's the Lord of lords. He's the master of masters. God, our God, he is the true God.
Hallelujah. They cry from morning to evening. There was no response. Listen. I am talking about when the power comes, it makes you bold. Then now, verses 10. Do you know what he did? They re- did everything, built the altar and all that. And then, he says something that didn't make sense. Now, fire and water don't work together. Fire and water don't support each other. But you see, the God that we serve, he called those things that are not as if they are. <laughs> I said the God that we serve, he called those things that are not as if they are. That is why tonight, if you are barren, God is going to give you children. That is why tonight, if you cannot see, God is going to open your eyes. That is why tonight, if you are sick, God is going to heal you because he called those things that are not as if they were. Oh, 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 I see it happening to you. I see it happening to you. I see it happening to you. God is touching with his power. Lift up your voice and shout, yeah! Wama mengo, wama meni menguasi, midafu kesi yeswe, mama umu. Oh, wama mengo, wama meni menguasi, midafu kesi yeswe. Sokota mfungwa, inka meni menguasi. Sokota fonkwa Nka matete maya Basa nanso 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 Onyamiya mamengu Oh Wa mameni mengwase Medavo kasi He said, he told the, the junior prophets. The junior prophets, they didn't know about the power of God. He said, pour water. Pour water. They came to him and they said, prophet, we beg you. What you are saying doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. A lot of things about God doesn't make sense. When you are paid, you need the money more than anybody. He says, take some of the money and pay tight. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to hide in your room from morning to evening and be talking to the air. You are saying that you are praying and that through that, something is going to happen. It doesn't make sense. Hallelujah. But we don't walk with God with sense. We walk with God by faith. Hallelujah. We walk with God by faith. We
we walk with God by faith for the just shall live by his faith four times in the Bible the Bible says the just shall live by his faith for we walk not by sight but we walk by faith hallelujah hallelujah I'm talking about boldness the young prophets they were trembling they were trembling they were trembling you see when you don't have the power of God many things will make you afraid Many things will make you afraid. But the Bible says, the wicked fleeth when no man pursueth. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. I see the spirit of boldness coming upon you. I see the spirit of boldness coming upon you. I see the spirit of boldness coming upon you. To preach, to teach, to work miracles, to pray for the sick, to lay your hands on the sick. In the name of Jesus, shout yes. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Hallelujah. Are you here? You go home. Wow. Now, then he lifted up his voice and said, Lord, show these people that you are a true God. Pow! Fire came from heaven, consumed the water, consumed the wood, consumed everything. May the fire of God, may the fire of God be demonstrated on your behalf in the name of Jesus. May you see the fire of God. May you experience the fire of God in the name of Jesus. Arrested, arrested. Hello? Arrested all the false prophets and slaughtered them. Sit down. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Hello? Listen. Look at me. We need boldness to preach. Peter and the rest were told not to preach in the name of Jesus again. They said no. They said no. They said no. Now, who is Peter? Peter. Peter that a little girl. A little girl frightened him. A little girl frightened him. The little girl said, you are part, part, part of the man's followers. He said, hi. 
Peter. Nine weeks later, when the Holy Ghost came, Peter stood up under the power of the Holy Ghost and preached. 3,000 people were added. When they were told not to preach in the name of Jesus Christ again, they said, no, we cannot, but to continue to preach in his name. Peter and the disciples became bold. Peter and John were going into the temple. They were going into the temple. They came to the gate called Beautiful where a certain man who was lame from his mother's womb was put all the time for him to ask for arms to survive. Jesus had come by him many times but was not led to pray for him. One day, as Peter and John were going to the temple at the hour of prayer, they saw the man. Never walked. Never walked. And the man looked at them expecting some money. And Peter said, we don't have money. We don't have money. Silver and gold have I none. But search as I have. Listen. He said, search as I have. Peter, what do you have? Peter said, we don't have money, but we have something. We have something. We have what? We have power. Look, for you to look at somebody who has not walked all throughout his life, even somebody that Jesus has passed by and was not led to pray for, and for you to tell the person stand up and walk it takes boldness but you see that is what happens when the power of God begins to work in your life and I pray that the spirit of God will lift you up I pray that the spirit of boldness will come upon you receive the spirit of boldness in the name of Jesus boldness to preach Amen. Boldness to teach. Boldness to witness. Boldness to pray for the sake. Hallelujah. Wow. They were bold. When the power comes, you'll be bold. When the power comes, you'll be bold. That is why David was not afraid of Goliath. He knew that there was a certain something that had been coming upon him. The same thing that helped him to kill a lion, kill a bear. He knew that if that same thing would come upon him, Goliath would not be a match. May you walk in the boldness of the spirit. In the name of Jesus, clap your hands for Jesus. Sit down. Acts chapter 4 and verse 13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they saw the boldness of Peter and John. Acts chapter 4 verse 
29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy way. And they went about preaching. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when the power comes, you'll be turned into another man. Pastors, that's why we need the power. Oh yeah? Boldness to preach at the crusade ground. Do you understand it? It takes boldness. Boldness to stand at the crusade ground and say, I am praying for the sick and the sick are going to be healed today. It takes boldness. It takes boldness. Boldness to start a business. Some of you, you feel like starting a business, but you are not bold. You are not bold. It's true. So one year, yeah. So one year, yeah. So one year, yeah. You can't go for it. You cannot go for it. When the power is upon you, you do things that are frightening. You do things that are frightening. Hallelujah. Number three. When the power comes, you'll be turned into a man of God. You'll be turned into a woman of God. You'll be turned into a servant of God. Oh yes. Oh yes. Many of you, you don't think that you can preach. Many of you don't think that you can serve the Lord. When the power comes, the power will change you. The power will change you. And people will call you a man of God. A lot of people are calling themselves men of God who are not men of God. But people will look at you and say, this is a man of God. And then you yourself will know that you are a man of God. A woman of God. Second Kings chapter 1. Then Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Ahab. And Ahaziah, who was a king at that time, fell down through a lattice in his upper chamber that was in Samaria and was sick. And he sent messengers and said unto them, Go and inquire of Baal the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover of this disease. When the power comes, you'll be turned into a man of God, into a woman of God, into a servant of God. How many of you want to become men of God, women of God, servants of God? Yeah. It happens when the power comes. Amen? Verse 3. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and say unto them, Is it not because there is not a God in Israel that ye go to inquire of Bazibab, the God of Ekron? Now therefore, thus said the Lord, Thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but sh- shall surely die. And Elijah departed. Verse 5. And when the messengers 
turned back unto him. He said unto them, Why are ye now turned back? And they said unto him, There came a man up to meet us and said unto us, Go turn again unto the king that sent you and say unto him, That said the Lord, Is it not because there is not a, a God in Israel that thou sendest to inquire of Bazabab, the God of Ekron? Therefore, thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone, but shall surely die. And he said unto them, What manner of man was he which came out to meet you and told you these ways? And they answered him, He was an hairy man and gilded with a girdle of leather about his loins. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite. Then the king sent unto him a captain of fifty of his captain, with his fifty. And he went up to him, and behold, he sat on the top of an hill, and he spake unto him, Thou man of God, the king has said, the king has said, Come down. And Elijah answered and said unto the captain of fifty, If I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven and consume thee and thy fifty. And there came that fire from heaven and consumed him and his fifty. A man of God is not someone who just calls himself a man of God. But a man of God is somebody who speaks and his words are confirmed by God. A man of God is a man who demonstrates God's power. A man of God is a man that God is with. Elijah said, if I be a man of God, let fire come. If I be. Even the captain called him a man of God. After him, the king sent another 50. He also came. Said, look, get down. The king wants you. You are proud. You don't want to go. You are this. He said, if I be a man of God, let fire came. Fire came from heaven and consumed him. Hallelujah. If we are servants of God, where are our works? Where are the things that will challenge this world? Where are we dividing the Red Sea? Where are we asking the moon to stop? Where are we raising up the dead? Where are we casting out the devils? If we are men of God, are we men of God? The power transforms us into men of God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, not putting your color. Not putting your, your wooden cross. Not your certificate. Not the Bible school. No. No. The power of God is what turns you, transforms you into a man of God. He sent another captain of his 50. When he came, he said, me, I know that you're a man of God. Me, I know it, and I believe it. I believe it. Have mercy on me. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. 
you buy your land to build your church building and somebody comes to encroach on it and you tell the person that when you step here again you will be paralyzed that is a man of God that's a man of God when Archbishop Idahosa wanted air time for his TV program there was a woman who didn't want want him to have it and the woman said over my dead body then the archbishop told her no 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 you will live to see it but only that by the time it happens you yourself you will not be on TV yeah he told him the government made some moves and the woman was sacked another person came and gave him the airtime. he went on TV to preach the gospel but the woman was no more on TV according to the words of the man of God the power of God turns you into a man of God into a woman of God Amen. Are you here? You go home. Huh? Tonight I'm not preaching long. Hallelujah. The power of God turns into a man of God. You are not a pastor because you say that you are a pastor. What? turns you into a pastor is the power of God. What turns you into an evangelist is the power of God. What turns you into a prophet is the power of God. What turns you into an apostle is the power of God. What turns you into an effective choir leader and mistral that sings to bring them the anointing, change people's life is the power of God. We need the power of God to become men and women of God. Amen. We need the power of God to do the bustles, the area fellowships. We need the power of God. You see, when you go there, people don't gather because you are not a man of God. You are not a woman of God. Something is not with you. Something is not working. You are using Buga Buga Takashi. But it is not by might. It is not by power. But it is by my spirit, said the Lord. Shout Amen. When the power comes, you'll be turned into another man. You become bold. You'll be turned into a man of God. Number four, when the power comes, you'll be turned into a man of miracles, signs, and wonders. You'll be turned into a man of miracles, signs, and wonders. Listen, Jesus was ordinary until the power came. 
And they wrote a testimony about Jesus in Acts chapter 2 and verse 32. Peter said, Ye men of Judea, listen. Jesus Christ, a man approved by God amongst you by miracles, signs, and wonders, which he did. He said, Jesus was accredited by God. <laughs> Through miracles, signs, and wonders. When the power came upon him, he said, I can heal. I can deliver. I can set people free. He became a man of miracles. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And with power. Power. Dunamis. Power. And because of the power, he went about doing good and healing all them that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Why was he able to heal the sick? Because of the power. Why can't we heal the sick? We lack power. How can we seek? How can we heal the sick? We must go for the power. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? Yeah. For I and the children that thou hast given unto me we are for signs and we are for wonders and let me end of this Jesus as a man of miracles went about healing and tonight I'm happy to announce to you that he's not dead but Jesus Christ the same yesterday the same today the same forevermore. He's alive. Amen. He's alive. Jesus is alive forever. He's alive. Amen. He's alive. Amen. He's alive. Jesus is alive. Forever he's alive. Amen. He is alive. Amen. He is alive. Oh, Jesus is alive. Forever he's alive. Oh, he is alive. Amen. He is alive. Jesus. Set your feet and lift up your hands and tell him. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Forever. He's alive. Lift up your hands and tell him. He's alive. He's alive. Oh, Jesus is alive forever. He's alive.
Jesus, and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Listen, Jesus is alive, and the same Jesus who healed the sick, who opened the eyes of blind Bartimaeus, who opened the eyes of the two blind people who came to him in Matthew 9, and he said, Believest thou that I can do this? He opened their eyes. He opened the eyes of the blind man at the pool of Siloam. He called the cripple, the lame man at the pool of Bethesda to walk. There was a woman bowed down for 18 years in Luke 7. Jesus touched her and said, Woman, thou art loose. She, she was free. That same Jesus that raised up the dead cast out evil spirits church, he's here tonight and he'll heal you. He'll heal you. Now before I pray for you, one question we must ask yourself, ourselves is, how can I operate in the power of God? How can I operate? You understand it? How can I operate in the power of God? Amen. Now let me give you just two things. The first one is that the first one is that never never boast of the power of God and never never seek to to make a show of God's power because you have no power. You have no power. Something that doesn't belong to you, you can't make a show of it. What am I saying? If, if Reverend Alex has a brand new car and he gives it to you that, oh please, can you go and pack it? You can't be walking, driving around town you know, because just in case somebody crashes into it. You understand what I'm saying? But he, because it belongs to him, he can do whatever he wants to do. So our attitude must be to glorify God. Our supreme aim in operating the gift of God must be to glorify God. Look at 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter 4. Verses 10 and 11. Quickly. First Peter chapter 4. As every man had received a gift, even so, minister the gift one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability of when God give it that God in all things that God in all things may be glorified through 
Jesus Christ. To him be praise and dominion forever and ever. So in exercising the gift of God, our aim must be to glorify God. I'm trying to explain to you how do you operate in the gift? Amen. Because why does God heal? Why does God do miracles? Just to glorify himself. Just to glorify himself. Now, let, let me show you some scriptures. C- come with me to um, Mark. Mark chapter 1. unclean spirit and he cried out saying let us alone mark 1 from verse 23 what have we to do with thee thou thou Jesus of Nazareth art thou come to destroy us I know thee who thou art the holy one of God and Jesus rebuked him saying hold thy peace and come out of him and when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice he came out of him and they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves saying what 
doctrine is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commanded he even the unclean spirits and they do obey him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. Asuru abudu Name Sida Name The power of God Will set you free tonight The power of God will heal you tonight The power of God will deliver you tonight Sida Oh Amen. How many of you are expecting something from God will give you a miracle tonight. God will give you a miracle tonight. In Mark chapter 2, they brought this lame man to the roof of the building. Hallelujah. Huh? From verse 9, whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise, and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man had power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy bed, and go thy way into the house. And immediately, he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before, all, before them all, in so much that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. They glorified God. <laughs> Hallelujah. In John 9, the disciples saw a blind man and they asked Jesus, Who sent? The father, the mother, or the child? And Jesus said, none. None of the above. But this sickness is there so that the works of God might be seen. So you see, God allows certain things to take place so that he would do miracles for his own glory. It has nothing to do with you. Never touch the glory of God. Learn never touch. Learn never to touch the glory of God. 
There are three things that belong to God. Never touch them. The glory. He said, my glory will I share with no man. The tithe. He said, the tithe belongs to the Lord. Vengeance. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. Hallelujah. In John chapter 11, Martha came to inform Jesus. The one that you love is sick unto death. And Jesus said in verse 4, he said to his disciples, this sickness is not unto death, but that the glory, the glory of God. He told them, when Jesus heard it, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God that the son of God might be glorified thereby. So what I'm trying to tell you is that how do you operate? Always have the mind to glorify God. Not to exalt yourself. Men will say, oh, you are great. Give it to God. In your heart, praise God. How many of you understand that? Amen? Number two. Sit down. Number two. We operate in the gift of God by faith. By faith. By faith. What do, you, what do I mean by faith? As you are moved by the Spirit, believe and move. Now, before I started preaching, I just felt in my heart, I felt in my heart that there is somebody here called Albert. Is your name Alberta? Alberta. I, I just felt Alberta. Do you understand it? I did not hear the audible voice of God. But in my heart, I had that impression. And I knew that God wanted to speak to somebody. Now, I could have said it or I could have not, I could have not said it. For me to say it, I have to use faith. I have to believe that God is speaking to me. You have to believe. Walking in the spirit is like learning to walk. Yeah. Pastors, don't be afraid of making mistakes. No. You see, if, if your aim is to give glory to God. Eh? If you make a mistake, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for the sick. Don't say, if I pray for the sick and nobody gets healed. If nobody gets healed, because if, if, when they heal, they, they get healed, the glory goes to God. When they don't get healed, God should take the embarrassment. It has nothing to do with you. How many of you understand it? Do you understand it? Pray for the sick. Lay your hands and pray. Pray. When the spirit comes upon you, move. So move by faith. You see, one time I was preaching somewhere. 
and this strange word of knowledge came I said there is a man here you are a married man and you have been cheating on your wife and that thing that you have been doing it is a spirit you are being controlled by a spirit and God wants to deliver you now so step forward a big meeting now number one if it were you will you step forward because what about if your wife is sitting there and number two you that you are giving this word of knowledge does it make sense don't you know that the person is likely not to come when, when, when the Lord spoke through me for a little while the place was quiet 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 hello then suddenly a man got up right from the back Kum, 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 kum. And came to his eye. His eye. But you see, the Holy Spirit knew about him. The Holy Spirit knew about him. And you must have faith. I had to have faith that look, even though this word of knowledge, even the person by embarrassment or fear of the wife may not come. But you see, if the Holy Spirit is working on the person, the person will come. And I prayed for him. I believed that he was delivered. Hallelujah. So by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. And then, by faith also means that, you know, you, you, you don't have to have the full picture. God doesn't give us the full picture. The Bible says we see through a glass There are many times that the Lord uses me to call somebody. I don't know why the Lord is calling the person. I don't know. But when a person stands before me, immediately the Lord begins to speak. So I, I don't need to know everything. Do you understand that? Are you being helped tonight? How to operate in the gift by faith? If you sense in your heart that this is what the Lord is saying, move by faith. That is what it is. It is when you move by faith that God will confirm what is happening in your heart. That is why Jesus will say, Strength for your heart. So tonight, when the power of God hits this place, and you can't walk. How do you get healed? Stand up and begin to take steps. Soon you realize that you receive a lot of strength and then you are walking. That's why you get healed. Jesus always gave an instruction. He said, stretch forth your hand. He said, rise up, take up your bed and walk. Somebody who has not walked for 38 years, you say, rise up. It doesn't make sense. But it's like, rise up, 
believe the word and use your faith as you are implementing your faith then the power of God will be manifested you receive your miracle hallelujah in conclusion God has taught us that we need his power he expects us to walk in his power in this second half of the year and in the years to come walk in the power of God seek for the power of God seek for it we all need his power whether we are students, we are teachers we are pastors whatever we are, we are doing, we need his power husbands, wives, children we need his power then learn how to catch the power how to enter the power hallelujah and when the power comes the power will transform you into somebody different clap your hands for the Lord God I leave to my head in we believe you've been blessed by this message for copies of this message visit our vision bookshop at our church premise near one for one I worship Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great I am.